Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means taking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. How to sell much more on social media and make a lot more money. And I'll lead in with a few how not to sell on social media and therefore make fuck all money. Uh, And yes, I'm wearing the same jumper. And yes, this is my second live in a day. And yes, I'm crazy. Uh, But you'll follow me, which means you're more crazy. All right, fine. So how to sell on social media to make money. So the first thing you don't do is go and join a load of groups and then smack them with a sale, which I see loads of people do. Banned from most groups, really bad etiquette. What you also don't do is go and join a load of groups and then have these three or four pre-written sales uh, letters or pieces of sales copy uh, and then uh, copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste and then sell. What you also do not do is go into a group and scrape everyone out and try and get them in your landing page or whatever. Now, this stuff might have worked in 1962, but it's now 2019. And it might be 2020 when you're listening to this on the podcast. It'll still be relevant. So um, I don't think direct selling on social media works that well. Um, I'm I'm not saying it doesn't work. And hey, you could probably pick some low-hanging fruit. Um, So... What I believe does work is the following. And I've got here, ooh, let's have a look, nine different factors. And I might add a couple of bonuses. So I think the first thing is you've got to be really clear on your niche. Who do you sell to? Who is your ideal client? Now, um, I yawn at how many times I say that to people. So if I'm bored of hearing myself say it, you must have heard it. And you must go yawn, yawn, yawn. But are you... Um, People say, oh, well, I help business owners. No, you don't. You might help startup business owners or business owners get into their first 50 grand or business owners worried about putting themselves out on social media or business owners uh, at six figures or business owners at seven figures or business owners at eight figures or women business owners. I would love to sell just a women business owners, but that's another story. Um, So who is your niche? Now, to find out your niche, what you do is you go through all the clients that you've had and you find the top 20 percent, the best spenders, the most grateful, the least customer service, who refer people. uh, And then you figure out where you found them from in your marketing. uh, And um, yeah, and then you scale up your marketing to those kind of clients. Where did you find them? Um, How much did you charge them, etc.? Because um, I I made the assumption that you might have um, uh, the same product, but you might have different products at different prices. Um, Now, if you don't have any customers yet, what you do is you go into various online groups, LinkedIn groups, especially Facebook groups. You find the niche groups. So, for example, my group is the Disruptive Entrepreneurs Community. There are over 17,000 entrepreneurs in that group. And you do some polling. You watch people's posts. You find out what they're all talking about. Um, You maybe ask some questions and get some feedback on kind of products that you might uh, have or you might launch without selling. Don't use them as veiled pitches. Uh, and then you get an idea on your ideal niche. So, for example, one of my favorite watch brands is Audemars Piguet. Now, um, 
Uh, an Audemars Piguet watch owner, I reckon, probably has four or five watches, and I guess. Um, they've probably already bought a Rolex because a Rolex is probably the, the, the move up. So just that gives um, you a bit of an idea of the kind of person that you're going to market to. Uh, and it's not someone who wants to buy a watch because you can buy a cash, a cash, a cash, yeah, I've got it on the brain, a Casio for 20 quid. Or you can buy an Audemars Piguet for 100 grand. So be clear on who your niche is. Second thing then is you want to make sure that you have accounts on every social media platform uh, and you want to make sure that you populate them with content on your niche. So there is, of course, Facebook, Facebook, having a Facebook group, having a Facebook page, your Facebook profile, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, podcast, YouTube, now TikTok, now um, Pinterest, etc., uh, and make sure that it's clear on all the profiles, what you do and who you are and who you help. You know, on LinkedIn profiles, you see people saying helping, you know, helping entrepreneurs to six figures or helping busy business owners or helping people get more um, visibility, reach and followers on social media. So you think about that and you make sure your uh, profiles are populated as such. OK, then the third thing you do is you join all the niche related Facebook groups and there are loads and Facebook groups are massive. For years, people have been asking me where I buy my watches. Many of you may know I'm a watch collector, I'm a watch investor, and those as an asset class have done me very well in the last 15 years. I have never shared where I source my watches from or my watch dealer until now. My watch dealer used to be a professional footballer for Manchester United, and he formed a watch brand called Broadwalk, and he sources the higher-end brands like Rolex, Audemars Piguet, Patek Philippe and Richard Mille. I trust him, I've used him for many years, and recently we've done a partnership. Hence, I'm inviting you, if you want to start investing in watches and protect your money from the banks and inflation, to check out Broadwalk. That's B-R-O-A-D-W-A-L-K. And the website is broadwalkgroup.com. The email is sales at broadwalkgroup.com. And please don't share this, but his number is 07496. 878153. Obviously, only message him if you're serious about buying and investing in the higher end watches. People have been asking me for years, and for the first time ever, you can get access to my watch team. You should definitely have your own. Um, I set up my Disruptive Entrepreneurs Group One probably a bit late. I think it was at least a year, maybe two years after my podcast. I should have started it earlier. The Progressive One's what? Is it seven years old? I should have started it earlier, the Progressive Property One. So get your Facebook group started, join other Facebook related groups and start posting content out there and getting known and getting seen on there. OK, number four, really important. You've got to give lots of value first. Um, you've got to, you know, um, feed the seed before you get the tree. What is it? Gary Vaynerchuk says jab, jab, hook or jab, jab, right hook. So the jab is the content. The hook is the knockout punch, the sale. So you want to be out there putting a lot of value out there. Maybe you want to do. Uh, 10 to 1 ratio of value to offer. Um, make sure that you're putting off uh, value in lots of different groups. Make sure it's relevant to those specific groups. Make sure it's not just copy pasted across um, and make sure you engage in posts and don't just post and run. Uh, make sure that you comment on other people's posts. Make sure that you ask questions. Make sure you vary your posts, some lives, some text, some images, some questions, some debates, some polls, and you'll get known in the groups. And in the end, you'll just get this massive trickle down effect of people following you and all of your profiles will grow. My podcast um, downloads are up 50% month on month. 
um, but we haven't done any marketing for it. So that's just a compounded momentum of continual content. Okay, number five then is follow my 80-10-5-5 rule. Uh, and that is um, the kind of posts that you do. 80% of the time on brand, on niche, the content in your clear market to your clear cl client. 10% of the time personal, where, where you're going, what you're up to, what you're interested in, etc. cetera. Uh, 5% of your time news jacking or engagement jacking which is just making posts that there's already energy and emotion around um, that people are all going to talk about that you kind of leverage, if you like. It's really to game the algorithms, to get more reach, um, just the odd one to get a, li a little bit of traction and awareness. Um, if you have posts that get a lot of comments and likes and shares, lots of people will get them fed into their feeds. If, when people do that all the time, what's your favourite food? <laughs> do you sleep naked? <laughs> you know, like... It's got to be on niche and don't do it all the time because it gets a bit gimmicky. And then 5% of your time is selling. So the problem with selling is when you link out from a platform, they want to stay native, therefore they reduce your reach. But the more goodwill you build with the content that you provide, after a while, um, you'll build up extra reach through the algorithms and extra awareness from people and extra goodwill in their minds and extra visibility on the feeds. And then you can make your offer. But I don't believe you're smart to make an offer um, that's very expensive on social media. I believe you're better removing them from social media to then uh, sell to them off platform. So in emails or in a, you know, a vertical, the Americans call it a funnel or a staircase or um, an application form or a consultation uh, or a webinar and moving them off and taking them into a more accepted sales environment. I think that is smart. So that would be good to have a lead magnet and a product magnet. So a lead magnet is something that you give away for free that uh, gets people out of the social media ecosystem into another ecosystem, like an email database or a webinar or a live event. Um, so what great content and value and um, software uh, or apps or whatever, one-to-one -one phone calls, consultations, could you give away in exchange for having um, a prospect go into a, a more sales-driven ecosystem? A product magnet is one that they buy to do the same thing. So I've got books and various um, entry-level courses that are all low value um, that then move people out of the social media ecosystem into uh, a, a, an ecosystem where I can then um, create even more goodwill and then start exchanging fair value of courses, mentorships, masterminds, etc. Okay, uh, seven then is make sure you leverage all the free social media including podcasts, including YouTube, including the new one, TikTok. Know when you're building the profiles and know when you're cashing in on the profiles. Um, don't um, too frequently cash in as you're building. Uh, but then once you've built, don't be afraid to cash in um, because it is uh, like a, a forest. And um, if you sell too quick, too soon, you cut the tree down rather than get the fruits of the forest. Um, the eighth thing is to do collaborations and joint ventures. So people often say to me, well, Robert, don't have much of a following. I don't have much. Many people watch my lives, etc. Fine. So do collaborations with people who have. Offer them 10% or 30% or 50% of the revenue that you sell to their followers, to their databases, or pay them for shout outs, for joint ventures where they fill a webinar and you have your product and you do a split or you stand on their stage and you sell a product and you do a split. And they are more and more and more common now. Uh, and they can really work to grow your business if you don't have a following at all. Either have a really good product or offer a really good commission or ideally both. 
Uh, and then nine, you've got to be persistent, consistent and patient. Persistent, consistent and patient. Oh, Rob, I was on social media for a week. I put posts out there. Only 17 people looked at my life. I feel useless. No one loves me. I feel alone. This shit doesn't work. Well, no, that's not the way to do it. Uh, and uh, if you want to get the results that social media bring, you've got to play the right game. Uh, and that is persistent, consistent and patient. OK, so let me summarise then how to sell on social media and make money. Uh, and, the, and, and I actually believe it's not spamming social media. It's not joining a group and making a pitch. It's not pretending to give value and then pitching later. It's not scraping groups and pages into other groups. It doesn't work. Um, it's more of a long term play. It's using social media to build the following, the fans, the um, interest, the goodwill and the engagement and then take them out of the ecosystem into a more accepted sales environment on the phone, consultation, webinar, live event, etc. So know your niche. Be very clear on your niche. Don't be um, someone who markets to everyone because that means no one. Um, and be clear on who you sell to uh, and clear what that niche is. Um, then you, all your marketing, all your collateral, all your messaging, all of your content speaks to that niche. OK, set up all your accounts on all social media and populate them in the bios and with the content relevant to your niche. Third thing is join all niche related Facebook groups and start adding really good value on there. Give lots of value first with lots of content. Don't just do it to lead into a sale. Um, engage in other people's content. Keep engaging your own content when people comment on it. Go and reply to people and have discussions and create debates. Uh, and don't just post and run like a lot of people are doing. Um, make, um, follow my 80-10-5-5 rule uh, of the, uh, the style of posts or the content of posts. 80% content on your niche. 10% personal so they can get to know you a bit behind the scenes, who you are. 5% um, is on news and engagement jacking, uh, uh, just to gain the algorithms, get more reach, get more exposure, get on more people's feeds, to set up the 5% which is selling. Um, Charlie here has asked, how do I find out about your courses? Charlie, if you just PM me, um, then uh, I can let you know and, and find out more information about that. Um, Paul Charles has said, you kidding? What am I kidding? Is he kidding about asking about my courses when I'm talking about selling on social media by not selling on social media? I like it. Um, OK, I'm doing a summary here, so let me find number five. Uh, no, no, I've done that. Number six, have a lead magnet and a product magnet and have a lot of um, content above the free line, podcasts, good YouTube videos, um, you know, maybe systems, software uh, that you can give away in exchange for people following you and building goodwill and responding to you on social media or then going into an email, a webinar, a consultation call or a live event, so that some kind of fair exchange which you give away for free. A product magnet is one that they pay for, but it takes them out of social media into your ecosystem. Uh, make sure you leverage all free social media, including podcasts, YouTube, and TikTok. Uh, and then f uh, collaborations and joint ventures for those of you that don't have lists, databases, and following. And then stay persistent, stay consistent, stay patient. Um, you know, they say it takes 10 years to be an overnight success. Well, I've been putting quite a lot of energy and time um, into my social media for probably five years uh, and things are, I've, I, I keep thinking like I'm on the edge of something big and things kind of keep nearly happening. Um, but of course, uh, that's my perception. And hopefully, well, they are my followings and my reach is going up and up and up and up and up. Um, but that's through the consistent, persistent and patient work that I've done. Uh, you know, this is not an overnight get rich quick success scheme. Um, you know that um, you have to work hard enough not to have to work hard. You know that you've got to, Keep putting yourself out there and keep getting over your discomfort, whether it's how the functionality works 
or your phobia of live videos or you wanting your content to be perfect or how people might judge you or criticize you. Got to get rid of all that shit if you want to grow your business. Um, and I talk about these things because people who follow me want to start and scale their business. So it's kind of a given. Um, you know, some people say, well, Rob, what if you don't want to grow your business? What if you don't want to scale up? That's fine. Why are you following me? Um, all right, cool. So thanks for tuning in. Remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Uh, and this is going on my podcast, The Disruptive Entrepreneur. So make sure you listen to my podcast, subscribe. Um, where have you been my whole life? Uh, make sure you get on that podcast. If you're not a follower podcast yet, uh, what hole have you been living in? Um, because podcasts are a game changer. In the gym, walking, running, in the car, on the train, on the plane, you can feed your mind with information that will make you a better person, will make you more successful, will make you more wealthy, will make you a better business owner, will help you attract more clients. I mean, a lot of people just don't even know there's a podcast app on their phone or they've never been to stitcher.com where you can pretty much get any podcast and they're all free. So let me know in the comments if you do listen to podcasts. Let me know in the podcast po uh, comments if you listen to my podcast. Um, if you don't let, uh, listen to podcasts, let me know in the comments and I will publicly shame you. I won't really. Uh, and if you're listening to the podcast, then you don't really give a fuck about the things I've just said and you wish I would finish. So I'm going to finish. So thank you for tuning in. And by the way, if you have children listening to the podcast, I'm sorry. Um, I did do drop the odd F-bomb. Uh, I think you know that about me now. This will be about episode 440. So just staying. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, uh, what have I taken? Nothing. And that's the problem. Uh, and remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. <laughs>